What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to The John Cordray Show, number 27. Today I'm talking about Nashville coffee and three things I learned at the AACC conference. This is the John Cordray Show, the infusion of mental health and healthy living. Welcome to the green zone of inspiration, encouragement, and enlightenment. Discover how you can feel better so you can start living better. And now, your host, your friendly neighborhood therapist, a national certified counselor, a leading voice of emotionally healthy living, and the mental health dude, John Cordray. And welcome back to the John Cordray Show. I am so happy to be back with you today. I, you know that that time between um, Thursday and the following Tuesday seems like an awful long time for me. I don't know if you've noticed, but I have been releasing my episodes twice a week now on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, it's a pretty uh, very fast pace for me, uh, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of how I go with things. I tend to go all in if I'm going to go. So uh, I just sometimes I feel like that time from uh, from Thursday until the following Tuesday just seems like a very long time uh, for me because I want to get back in uh, the studio and, and record these because I just love talking with you. And that's what it feels like. It, it, it feels like I'm talking with you instead of talking at you. And now that I've been doing this for, oh, I don't know, a couple of months now, uh, and I have a lot of, quite a few episodes under my belt, although I know I have (laughs) a lot more to go, and I'm looking forward to that. Uh, But I've found that uh, the more people listen and the more people uh, get in contact with me, people I, I don't know, I would never have met, uh, but they reach out to me and they'll, and they'll tell me things like, well, that, that particular episode really spoke to me. And, or maybe think about uh, if you could talk about this topic. Uh, it just makes me feel like I'm talking with you instead of at you. And, and you know, you may not know this, but people who do a podcast really have a hard time knowing who's listening to them or not. And sometimes it could just feel like you're just talking to a microphone and you're just kind of talking to yourself. 
so it means so much to hear feedback from you all. And, and if you listen to other podcasts and, and they're helpful as well, and I would encourage you to reach out to, uh, that, um, podcast DJ, I guess is the name, the term. I don't know what, what term it is, but, uh, the podcast DJ, it sounds kind of cool to me. Um, but reach out to them and say, Hey, that episode, uh, really meant a lot to me, or just, just some word of encouragement. You won't believe how helpful and encouraging that would be just a small fraction of your time. You could just tweet it. You can just reach them probably by email. Uh, but just let them know that their show or their episode means a lot to you. And uh, I know it goes a long way with me and I, I can speak for all the other podcast DJs out there. It would go a long way for them as well. Well, my name is John Cordray and I am the host of this show. And I'm also a licensed therapist and a national certified counselor. Uh, that's just kind of a fancy way of saying that I for a profession, what I do for a living is I meet with people in my office uh, at times online and I listen to their story. And when people come to see me, it's not a happy time in their life. In fact, it's, it could be very hard and, and possibly one of the worst times of their life. They're coming to see me at the very worst time of their life. And I find that such an honor and a privilege to come alongside people who are hurting so badly. And I find it such an honor that you are taking some time to listen to me uh, ramble. <laughs> and, and I hope you're, you're getting to know me a little bit. Um, and uh, I, I just thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy helping people feel better about life. And, and I have dedicated my life to do this. And thank you so much for listening. So today is uh, episode 27, and I titled, it's kind of a funny title, I titled it Nashville Coffee and Three Things That I Learned from the AACC Conference. Now, why did I title it that way? Well, last week, last week I was uh, away uh, from my home in St. Louis. I was away from my wife, away from my family. And I spent almost a whole week in Nashville, Tennessee, and it was at a conference uh, specifically for therapists. And the AACC, those are acronyms for the American Association of Christian Counselors. And I have said this before, I am a Christian and I believe in God, uh, but I don't preach. I don't uh, demand that you love God, uh, but that's my foundation. And I hope that that's not a turnoff to you. I certainly am not using my podcast as a platform to preach, uh, but I will talk about God, and I'm not ashamed of that in my faith. And so I went to Nashville with the American Association of Christian Counselors last week, and and let me tell you, this is my first, uh, it was considered a world conference, so it was the first world conference that I've been to. I've been a member of uh, AACC for a long time, really just, well, actually as long as I've been a therapist, but this is the first time I actually made it to the world conference and it was amazing. I, I just, I just blown away, uh, of, uh, what I've learned. And, and so I 
wanted to share a little bit with you as you have been listening to me and you might have uh, oh, just you're learning a little bit about my journey. So I, I tried to be as transparent as I can with you all. And you know I'm not perfect, and and yet I am wanting to reach out to imperfect people, and I think that is a, a great thing, personally, that that uh, that I'm able to do. So, uh, Nashville, Tennessee, if you've never been to Nashville, Tennessee, and actually, I have to say, uh, I, this was the first time i actually been inside Nashville, Tennessee. I, I've driven around it, I've... I've uh, driven to Florida. I've gone to Chattanooga, Tennessee, which is not too far from Nashville, but I've never really been in the city. And so it was, it was a pretty cool experience, uh, just to do that. Uh, but, um, when I went into this, the hotel and the conference was held in the, uh, Opryland hotel. And if you've never been there, just imagine the largest hotel that you can think of in your mind. And as you walk in, when I walked in and I went through the doors, the main doors, I felt like I was walking in an island somewhere. It was very tropical, real live tropical plants. There was waterfalls, there was river, there was fish in the river, there was boats on the river. And this was all inside the hotel. And it was at least three stories, maybe four stories high. And they had balconies from the hotel rooms that overlooked this huge open area with all the plants and the water and everything. And so that was just an amazing thing. And, and I, I think I got lost every day uh, at this conference. It was so big, the hotel was. And um, so I didn't know what to expect. I, I went by myself, and which was fine. I don't mind doing that. Uh, but I I decided that, that this conference was going to be different for me um, because I, I've been to a lot of conferences in, a, in the past before, and I would always go make sure I was on time to all my workshops, and I would just fly by people without really even paying attention. I might say hi, I might say I might smile, but I would be booking it to the next workshop and bypassing all the people and therefore forfeiting any type of relationship along the way. And this is kind of what, uh, one of the things I've learned at this conference that I wanted to pass on to you, because I'm sure uh, you have, if you're listening to this, I bet you have been to a conference uh, at one time or another as well, and you may relate to this. And uh, because this is my journey uh, as a therapist and as a podcaster and who knows where all this will go. Uh, but this is a journey that I believe God has for me. And going to this conference was a big, a big, uh, had a big impact on, on my life. And there were great speakers, some ma- major speakers that I was, had the privilege of listening to. Uh, Johnny Erickson Tata was one of them. And if you don't know who Johnny Erickson Toddett is or Johnny and Friends, the ministry, Johnny was a uh, is now a quadriplegic. And I believe she was about 17 years old. And she had a she dove into a pool and broke her neck and been a quadriplegic ever since. And I think she said it was about 45 years or so. She's been a quadriplegic. And she just talked about how 
her situation at first made her caused her to go in deep, deep depression. And rightly so. I mean, my goodness, whenever we have something horrible like that happen to our life, we can sink into depression. And she just mentioned that she just decided that she didn't want to be depressed anymore. And, you know, it took a while. It wasn't just an overnight thing. But as she learned more about God and how she could actually use her disability to help others, uh, that really helped her... um, Help her appreciate her situation. Not like it, but appreciate it. And I've talked about this before, how it's important for us to embrace and accept uh, even the hard things in our lives. And if we don't, it'll just, well, ruin our life if we continue to hang on to the bitterness and resentment of our situation in life. So I was able to hear some great speakers and go to some great workshops uh, but really, you know, that's that's all fine and all great, and it was wonderful. But that's not really the the biggest parts or the biggest takeaways for me. And uh, because, you know, like I said, I'm on my journey as well. And the reason why I titled this episode, Nashville Coffee and Three Things I Learned at the AACC Conference, why coffee is in the title well, when I went to the Operlian Hotel where the conference was being held, I every day I wanted to get coffee. And the only way to get coffee is, well, one of the only ways was to go to the self-kiosk. Uh, and there were Starbucks coffee and there were self-kiosks. You would go up and, and use your credit card and you would pay and it would grind the beans and it would warm up the water and it would pour it out. And there was always a long line. Uh, <laughs> so I, I kind of jokingly said, oh, now I know what the uh, addiction of choice is for therapists. And that was nicotine and coffee. And so we were in these long lines. And, you know, I, we could, you know, I could co- complain about the long lines and, and be in a grumpy mood all day. Or I could wait in these lines and use it to be able to meet other people. Now, I I know I'm a little bit weird in a lot of ways. <laughs> um, and one of them being I'm more of an extrovert than an introvert. So if you're an introvert, you probably think that extroverts are weird, and that's okay. And uh, so I, I wanted to make sure I talked to as many people as I could. Now, if you're an introvert and you go to conferences, I still want to challenge you to at least meet one person a day at your conference, just to introduce yourself and get to know their name. So I'm in line with coffee every day and meeting some really, really cool people along the way. And I, I made it a goal of mine to meet at least five people a day uh, and, and not just say hi, but to get to know their name, to find out where they're from, to find out if they're a therapist or not. Uh, but that was my goal. And and I, I got their emails. And so my goal is to keep in constant contact with them as well. So I guess this brings me to the number one of the three things that I learned at the AACC conference. And number one is that it's good to stay connected. And like I said at the beginning of this episode, 
I have been a member of AACC since I started as a therapist back in 2005. But I haven't gone to, I didn't go to any conference, a world conference like this until this year. Last year I went to the national conference. So last year actually was the first time I went to a conference for Christian counselors. And I'll have to say it was, I'm so glad I did. It was a very worthwhile investment to be able to go. And even if you're not a therapist, if you have a conference in your profession, which I'm sure you probably do, I would encourage you to go because it's good to stay connected with your field and with other people in your field because you, you've got to get energized and it's so often it's easy to get in a rut and get, get burnt out because you keep doing the same thing in day in and day out and you, you tend to get burnt out and when you get burnt out, you kind of want to give up and you want to quit. So going to a conference, you're connected with the, the, the field that you are in and you also get connected with other people. So the first thing that I learned was it's good to stay connected. And I sure hope that I'm able to go to the conferences every year now uh, because I need that. I, I need to stay connected, especially I am a uh, therapist in private practice. I'm a solo practitioner by myself every day. And so I need to stay connected. And then that brings me to point number two of the three things that I learned at the AACC conference. And that is we need each other. We need each other. Uh, we need, if you are a therapist, for instance, you need other therapists to connect with, to talk to, to talk psychobabble to instead of your spouse all the time. You know, we get each other. And so that's why I made it a point to uh, not only meet people, but to exchange business cards and get each other's emails and phone numbers. And because we, I need that. And I bet you do as well, even if you're not a therapist. So you, you need other people that's in your field to help you stay connected. You're not a solo or, or a, a lone ranger. Even if you're in a solo practice like me, you can't be a lone ranger because you are going to have times when you are lonely and down and you just need somebody that gets you, that gets it, that's been there, that's done that to encourage you in going to a conference and meeting these people can help you with that. You know, there's just something about meeting someone face-to-face and getting to know their personality just a little bit that makes a huge, huge difference. And then number three, and this is probably the one uh, the one thing that has really made a huge impact on my life, and I have a, a dream that's related uh, to this point. And, and that is, this point is, we all have a story. We all have a story. And this was highlighted for me at the conference. Because, you know, there's, there were seven, 8,000 therapists, Christian therapists in this, at this conference from all, all over the world. I think there were 40, 40 different countries represented at this conference. And one of the speakers, a dynamic speaker, Matt Chandler. Matt Chandler got up and he was talking and had a great story. He talked about how 
you know, he's a pastor of, I think, a, a, a very large church of about 10,000 or so members. And he was just telling his story about when he was diagnosed with brain cancer and how that could have wrecked and ruined his ministry and his life. Uh, but God intervened in it, and now he's able to tell the story. But that's not the, the one thing that made the impact. What made the impact was at the very end, Matt asked, because we were all seated in a lar- very, very large auditorium, Matt asked the therapists and the pastors that were in the room, he asked, I would like, if you are feeling burnt out, depressed, alone, and ready to give up, will you please stand? And it slowly, I started to see a lot of people stand. And there was, I, I don't know, I didn't count, but I bet, I bet there was close to 100 people. Again, these are therapists and pastors who are at their wit's end, ready to give up for whatever reason, because they were burned out, they were stressed, they were depressed, whatever. They stood up. And then Matt said, whoever is close to them, please go over and just encourage them and pray for them. And, and there were large groups gathering around everybody that stood up. And as I was reflecting on that, I was thinking even therapists, even pastors have a story that's a part of who they are. And then I kept thinking, oh man, everybody has a story. Even the ones that tend to get on our nerves or the ones that are critical of us or the ones that are easily angered or the ones that pull out in front of us on the trap in traffic and cutting us off. We all have a story and how often we forget that. We forget that other people have a story just like we do. But yet we are so quick to judge, so quick to get angry, so quick to just be in a bad mood because of what someone else did to us. And we don't realize that they have a story. And so my dream, here's here's my dream. Now, if you know me at all, or if you've listened to me uh, on my podcast, you may have picked up. I am a huge dreamer. I love to dream. I can't get these ideas out of my head. Uh, they're just always there. And so often I, ha- I don't have, I get frustrated because I don't have a way to uh, really make those that my, my dream into reality. And so it just becomes a dream and kind of floats away. But I hope this dream does not float away. I have no idea how to do this. I have no idea how it's going to be funded because I know it's going to cost. But here's my dream. My dream is to make a highlight on this very thing that we all have a story and we all need to encourage one another. And my dream is to somehow make a, I don't know, like a documentary And I would go to different states all over the United States, and I would pick out certain people that maybe society would think that they're lowlifes and reject it and find out what their story is. And I would do this in a format of something like a documentary 
where it's on film and people see other people telling their story. And the goal would be to highlight the need for positivity and encouraging one another instead of tearing each other down. We'll be back after a quick break. The year was 1846, and Sarah Graves was 21, a newlywed, and had dreams of moving to California. But an encounter with a group known as the Donner Party would change her life forever in a fight for survival that some would live to never speak of again. Here on The Land of Odd, we're a history podcast that covers the odd, macabre, and inspiring stories that you won't find in a textbook. At the time, two brothers were kidnapped by the circus to the connection between jazz and voodoo, or the double murder that inspired America's obsession with true crime. Listen to The Land of Odd, a history podcast, on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. We've got to get, we, we've got to get this message out. We all have a story. You have a story. I have a story. The homeless person in your own town has a story. The prostitute has a story. The drug dealer has a story. The politician has a story. The pro professional athlete has a story. The celebrity has a story. And we need to know that. We can't forget that. And so my dream, it's a big dream. I know that. I have no idea if this will even come to fruition, but it's a dream. Would be to be able to to do a documentary all about people's story. And it would be to highlight the fact that we need to remember that we all have a story and we need to give each other a break and not be so hard and not be quick to judge. That's my dream. Now, how is it going to, how am I going to do that? I have no idea. I have no idea, but it's a dream. It may not come to fruition. It might just be one, another dream that kind of floats away. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're listening to this and you have an idea. Maybe you can do a document. I don't know. I, I, I neither here or there. I just wanted to share that with you because we do have we all have a story, and we all need to tell our story. We all need to give each other a break. We all need to encourage one another. So the three things that I learned at the AACC conference is that it's good to stay connected with, with your, uh, your field. With, if, you're, if you're in a profession that has a conference, I would encourage you to go because you need that source of input and connection, feeling connected with other people and the organization that you're a part of. Number two is that we need each other. We need each other. So I'm a therapist, so I need other, I need a partner and join and talk to with other therapists who get me, who understand my profession. And if you're a doctor or a lawyer or a chiropractor or a pharmacist or a blue collar worker, whatever you're doing, a truck driver, whatever your profession is, you need other people in your life that are sim- on the similar journey as you because they'll get you. And then the third point is that we all have a story. We all have a story, so we 
be not quick to judge, but be quick to think the best, assume the best in other people. So my time in Nashville was an incredible time of meeting lots of people. In fact, it was pretty, I mean, I met some really, really awesome people and I can't wait because a lot of them I'm going to have on my show, on my, on my podcast show, and I'm going to interview them. And, and several of them are authors that have written really awesome books that you need to know about. And so I figured the best way to learn about a book is to learn from the author and you will better believe it. I will ask the people on my show about their story. And so you are going to get to know them and listen to their story. And I can't wait. I can't wait for that. So I've met a lot of people, uh, a lot of great people that I hope that will become lifelong friends. They'll, they'll encourage me and I'll encourage them. Uh, I'm, I'm thankful for the long coffee lines because I was able to meet people while I was waiting. And I'm thankful for the American Association of Christian Counselors for the opportunity to be able to come together once a year to get refreshed, encouraged, and motivated, everything, all the things that that we all need. So I uh, just want to say a special thank you to the AACC organization because they help many, many therapists all over the world, and they're doing some great things. And I know they have a lot of great resources. So if you are interested in really anything, it's, it's a Christian-based, so know that. It's Christian-based, but it's also therapy-based. So you get to both, in my opinion, the best of both worlds. So I would encourage you to go to their website and just check out what they have to offer. It's aacc.net. And I will put that on my show notes as well. Again, that's aacc.net. And check them out. I would encourage you to do so. Now, if you are a therapist and you're not a member of AACC, I would highly recommend that you do so and get involved, go to their conferences, uh, and you know just grow as a therapist. And if you have any questions, let me know. Okay, well, I think that's all I have to say about that. I had, as you can tell, an awesome time in Nashville. I love Nashville. I love AACC. I love the people I've met. Uh, I, I hope to meet more people as I go to future conferences as well. And I hope this episode was encouraging to you. Uh, because even though I'm talking about my experiences at this conference, I think you can relate it to whatever conference that maybe you've gone to or will go to. Make the, the best of it, right? Don't just go to your workshops and then go back to your hotel room and the next day go to your workshops, go back to your hotel room. Don't do that. I would encourage you, don't just follow the schedule. Take some time and meet people. Yeah, you might be late. I was. I think I was late to every workshop. But it was intentional. And I, before I would never be late. I'm such a rule follower sometimes and a schedule follower. I hate being late. But I think relationships trumps being on time. 
and, and Trump's schedules. That's just my opinion anyway. So it's okay to be late as long as you are meeting new people and making those connections. I think it'll, it'll make your conference experience all the more meaningful. So that's what I, all I have to say. Thank you guys. I, I cannot express enough thanks. I know I keep saying thank you every time I get on the microphone, but I just can't help it. Thank you. And I appreciate you so much. And if you can just reach out to me in any way, I'm on social media everywhere. Uh, my name is John Cordray. And if you don't know how to spell it, it's C-O-R-D-R-A-Y. And you can find me on my website, johncordray.com and other places as well as well. Um, but just know, I really appreciate you. Please reach out to me in some way. I, I, I can't express enough how encouraged I am when I get, uh, a message on Twitter or an email, uh, or even Instagram. And, uh, there's just people saying hi, or thanks for your show. That just means the world to me. So I hope you do that. And I hope you have a great day and, uh, you know, I hope you have a good story. Well, I know you do. Why did I say that? <laughs> you have a good story, but I hope you share it with somebody. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to let you go. I got to run. I have a client coming up uh, today, uh, but I love it. I love this show. I love doing this. I love helping people. And I hope this helps you love other people as well. Take care, my friends, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye. You have been listening to The John Cordray Show. Remember, your story isn't over yet. Together, we can break the stigma of mental health. Together, we can make a difference. Be sure to catch the next episode of The John Cordray Show. Until next time, stay in the green zone. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.